So you're hanging out. Um, you've gotten really into wine. I could see that. You start uh, going to like tastings and stuff like that. All right. You uh, get like way into it. Am I like taking classes? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're you're right. definitely taking classes, and you're just fucking loving the whole wine life. So you say it to yourself, like as you make your own wine, you go, "Well, look, I chose this." Excuse me. You'd go, I chose this wine life. How many times a week do I watch Sideways? Um, you watch it at least once a month, and you just like, you laugh really hard at all the wine jokes, like a little too hard. Yeah. Like you want people to know that you get the jokes. <laughs> no one ever asks. I'm watching it with people? Yeah. I have people over to watch well, yeah, Sideways you, you, every month? Yeah, you invite your friends over. You're like, you've never seen Sideways? And they're like, no. <laughs> and you go, oh, you have to come over and watch Sideways with me. And like, there's no getting out of it. Like, once you get yeah. that in your head, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're like, you made one person uh, postpone their father's funeral to watch <laughs> this with you. <laughs> Paul Giamani is great. Yeah. So basically, um, you're like making your own stuff and you you look down. <clears throat> Am I selling it? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Uh, but you, you look down and you, and you realize that your rugs are just like stained with wine. Oh, no. And you're there's like, oh, leak? fuck. I checked the cask. See, is there a leak? Is that what's going on? No, it's just like over the last few uh, weeks and stuff, experimenting with wine. You know, you like spill it and stuff like that. Yeah. And these are like they, they look terrible. And you're like, oh man. And my boss is coming over for dinner soon. Oh man. Yeah, I can't have these filthy rugs. And uh, you had the TV on in the, in the background when suddenly, like, you you kind of like perk up. All right. What do I hear? You this guy, and he goes, um. Hi, everyone. I'm Kevin Heaven, and welcome oh. to the kingdom of heaven. Oh, no. And you're like, what the hell? And, and you turn around, and it's this guy. He's standing in front of, like, what is clearly a green screen of, like, heaven. And yeah. uh, and he's like, he looks so nervous. He does not want to be on camera. Very like, sweaty. He, Dude, he is sweating so bad that, like, you get pit stains. <laughs> <laughs> That's how nervous this guy looks. And, and, he, and, he, and he gulps. He swallows really hard. And he goes, um, he goes, if you need rugs, come down to the kingdom of heaven. Down? I'm Kevin Heaven. And he goes, down to the heaven? He goes, if you have a birthday this year, your rug's free. <laughs> he goes, must provide proof of birth. Of birth. Oh. And then like he kind of he says that because he's kind of distracted. Like he's looking off to like the corner of the screen because someone is clearly like waving at him and I'm yeah. like, no, don't do it. He goes, oh, don't do it. Oh, okay. Well, come on down. And like he looks like he's about to start crying. Like you okay. kind of feel bad for this guy. Yeah. Um. So you're like, oh, I could use some new rugs, especially those are gonna be free. Current situation. Because you have a birthday that year. We all do. Yeah. So um, you drive there, and uh, the kingdom of heaven is this uh, rug shop. It's like huge, and uh, to get into it, you go in one car at a time. Yeah. You pull up to the gates. So there's a guy who's dressed like uh, Saint Peter, <laughs> but he isn't. No, he's not the real Saint Peter. But he lets you in. You pull up, and then he kind of looks at you. He lets you in one okay. at a time. Like 
if there's been people who try to skip ahead, like they try to go through the, uh, the gate, like right after the person in front of them. Yeah. And Kevin Heaven just like, or not Kevin Heaven, but the fucking uh, St. Peter. Yeah. Just like, th- like flicked a knife. What? Yeah. And it like <laughs> popped like one of their tires. What's their Yelp score? They they give it a four out of five. They go, look, Damn, we were dicks. These are good rugs. Yeah. Like, look, we were admittedly jerks. He didn't have to, you know, slash the tire while we're in motion, but that's why I took one star off is that great prices, but and customer service is good, but that security guard like almost killed me on my, on my birthday. <laughs> so anyway, you go in and also you notice after you drive through the other uh, gate, you kind of look in your rear view mirror and like, you can totally see uh, the St. Peter guy's ass. It's like, yeah. like this is like robe doesn't quite cover. It's like his a butt. hospital robe. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at it, and you're just like, all right. It's a homeless man. Yeah. So uh, you go in, and uh, the place is packed because, uh, you know, he said, if you have a birthday this year. So, like, there's, like, a lot of people there. Yeah. And um, you uh, kind of look around. Um, you see some interesting stuff. Uh, and then you see this one swatch. A swatch? Just yeah. a little. Just a little thing. Like a square? Yeah. Yeah. You look at it, and it is light blue, almost like clear light blue. Is it like shaggy, or is it like a paint swatch? No, it's it's shaggy as yeah. fuck. Damn. You look at it, and uh, when you were a kid, there was um, a creek behind your house, and uh, you'd go outside uh, with uh, your siblings or your parents, and you guys would like fish, and you would sit there for hours and hours, and you were just... We're ready to get that fish, and you never quite got one. And then years later, you found out that there were never any fish in that river. That's Your metaphor. loved ones just wanted to spend time with you. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's the color of that river. <laughs> it's the same color as that swatch. So wow, you're like, I'm going to fucking get this. Just pure nostalgia. Yeah. I'm buying it. What's the price? Uh, you you say out loud, what's the price? As you look at it, and then you hear from behind you, um, it depends. Did you have a birthday this year? Oh man, that's right. But I still, that's got to be. Is, is there prices on anything for anyone? You, like you turn around to ask him that, and standing there is that guy from the commercial, Kevin Heaven. He looks yeah. nervous even just to talk to you. You know what I mean? Uh, um, he's like, he, it's he's having, he's maintaining eye contact, but you know that it's like hard for him. Hey, Kevin, I saw you on TV. He goes, ah, that's right. I'm Kevin Heaven. Did someone have a gun pointed at you or what? You seem way on edge, buddy. He laughs. He goes, no, something worse. A video camera. Huh. Oh. I'm Kevin Heaven. Blink twice if you're okay, Kevin. His eyes are wider than you've ever experienced. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you want to come home with me, buddy? And he goes, what? Kevin Heaven, we're busting you out of this place. He goes, ha, good joke, sir. Anyway, enjoy your rug. He walks away. You actually see like pool, like drips behind him of just sweat from his legs. I say, hey, wait, Kevin, can I give him a business card? Um, He just keeps walking. You, oh. th- you throw it at him. Uh, it actually like hits the back of his, his back of his neck and like opens a wound. And he goes, <laughs> oh no. And like gets like taken oh, I didn't mean to, Kevin. <laughs> You stay to the back. You never see him again. Okay. You, you're just like, oh, that was weird. So you get uh, you get this rug. 
All right. And you feel like this rug is like your good luck charm because you have it and it like all these good things happen for you. Yeah. Your boss who uh, you had over for dinner, he had a, he really enjoyed himself. Great. Did he, he like the wine? He goes, the wine was the best part. And you know he means it. You get a um, $12,000 raise. <laughs> For just the dinner? Does it come with any responsibility increase? You actually have less responsibility. Oh, man. That's beautiful. So that happens. You um, you get, uh, you start getting like, booked a bunch. Uh, you're, booked, you're, you're booked to this place downtown uh, called the Velveterum. <laughs> you're opening up for this guy. You don't really know who he is. Um, and uh, you walk in and uh, the door guy out front, he's like super frazzled because there's like a huge line down the block. Whoa. Yeah. And he like looks up and he, and he sees you and he goes, he goes, you almost gave me a heart attack. And he goes, do you know how much my blood pressure is right now? Uh, 17, 17 large, large. bitch. <laughs> And you just kind of like keep walking and you're like, that was weird. Oh, um, Michael. So you open up uh, for this comic. His name is um, Morty Chuckles. <laughs> Where's he from? LA or New York? Or You don't know where this guy's from. You feel like maybe he doesn't even know. What does he look like? Um, He's eight feet tall. Uh, <laughs> he He's a redhead. His heads are just hitting those balls on the stage. The what? The balls that hang over the stage. His head's just hitting that. No. Okay. No, no, no. He wears like a, for some reason, he wears like a doctor's outfit when he performs. <laughs> like a coat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he goes by <laughs> doctor, Dr. Dr. Chuckles. Chuckles. Yeah. Um, but he's not the star of the show. The main, because okay. uh, this guy is a, is a ventriloquist. Oh. So he has like a ventriloquist dummy with him, you know? And um, they do their act and like, it's pretty funny. Like it's kind of old school. Yeah. Seems like Borscht Belty a little bit yeah. where it's like classic, classic comedy duo. The he, You know, he, he's the straight man. He sets up the dummy who does the punchline. Yeah. Uh, sometimes like the dummy actually punches him when he does the punchline. Whoa. Yeah. Is he really good at the, can you see him talk when he's He's incredible at it. Oh, man. Sometimes they talk at the same time. Can I look at the dummy's eyes? Are they moving at all? They just look at you the entire time. Oh. (laughs) At one point, they turn red. (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, the show show ends, and uh, he gets off stage. Oh man, and he's uh, uh, he's a pretty nice guy. Like you guys both sit at the bar. He's like, uh, let me uh, let me get you a shot. What do you order? I'll order a uh, a shot of gin and tonic. Bartender makes it. This guy's handsome as fuck. Damn, the <laughs> I tip him extra. I'll tip him like a dollar fifty instead of a dollar. Hell yeah, for how good he looks. He takes out the change and just like, he's like, thanks, man. He goes, I needed this. Anytime. Dr. Chuckles is talking to you. And uh, again, he's like a pretty nice dude. He has like a bunch of hilarious stories that have happened on the road to him. Uh, Like one time he was, uh, he couldn't find a place to stay that was cheap enough. So he just like stayed in his uh, car in like a hotel parking lot. And the manager found out and I got really mad. And um, he walked over to the car and uh, 
threw a, a bag of scorpions inside the car <laughs> and they just fucking attacked the shit out of Damn. him. And then he has this, okay though. He, had, he tells a story about the worst gig he's ever done is at a grocery store. And um, he was like three in the afternoon. He's like, there's no microphone. There's no seats. Like I'm just kind of in the frozen food section doing my act. He was like tw- two times. Someone had to ask me to move so they could get like frozen peas. And then uh, he was attacked by like a huge group guy. of scorpions. This guy doesn't seem reputable. Another time, uh, he he was he was like, man, that gig was really bad. But one time, I had to play um, in the woods alone. He said to no one. He goes, it was one of the weirdest gigs. Who booked you? Uh, this guy named Alfred Trampoline. <laughs> oh man, out. Al- Alfred Trampoline of the Trampolini Mafia. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't know, man. But all I know is that I went out there, I did my forty-five, uh, and then <laughs> um, the next morning I woke up and I had an extra two hundred dollars in my bank account. So um, who opened? Just like just me. No Damn. And so uh, he's like, yeah. So I did that, and the gig was done, and I had two hundred dollars. But then when I woke up the next day, I was covered in scorpions. So he's like, he's a pretty cool guy. And he's yeah. got like a sense of humor what he does. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I know it's kind of corny, but he goes, you got to admit some of those jokes are solid. And you're like, yeah, some yeah. of them are. He goes, um, you know, you seem pretty cool, man. He goes, you know, we're doing a, a gig tomorrow in Houston. Do you want to come open for us? He goes, you'll get, you get paid uh, two fifty. Two fifty or two fifty? He goes, well, two fifty, clearly. Okay. Uh, well, I, you know contracts uh i gotta be i gotta come uh come forward about this your dummy scares the hell out of me is goes, the dummy in the in a case right now you don't really know where he is okay. he goes quacky yeah he goes, everybody loves quacky quacky's eyes turned red when it looked at me i know that sounds crazy but you he gotta goes, trust me on this and he laughs and he goes huh good joke so do you want to come to houston with us friend can I drive myself? He goes, yeah, if you want to. Okay, then I'll go to Houston. When is it? Tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Are we? I'll meet you there. Where is it? He goes. Uh, he gives you the address. It's just like, it's it's, it's like a, just a random bar show. Okay. Uh, so you, you drive, and um, by complete coincidence, um, his car is the one in front of you the whole way. Yeah. And uh, the dummy is just looking out the back window at you <laughs> for the entire drive. Oh. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna stop to get gas without them looking, and like, do like I don't want them to follow me. I'll see if they follow me. You uh, go to get gas. They just kind of keep driving. Okay. But you definitely see the dummy's head like turn to look at you as you go off the the ledge, <laughs> not the ledge, but you go off the exit. All right. I'm gonna turn around and go home. you just go home and decide to leave yeah and then i'm gonna call i'm gonna call uh or no i'm gonna message uh zahid in the houston comedy scene and tell him if you see that dummy that's haunted it's a haunted dummy and he responds like he's like what the fuck are you talking about he goes I give him the address of the show and tell him to go. And I want, I tell him, if you see that dummy, it's going to be the book him on your shows. So he goes, okay. So uh, the next day, <clears throat> you get like uh, a text from him 
and it just says, man, he fucking killed. He goes, that was one of the hottest crowds I've ever seen. He, yeah. He, he, uh, yeah, he ended up, because he didn't show up, uh, he ended up- Opening for- Yeah, and um, he actually got it taped, and he's going to be on The Tonight Show tomorrow. I asked him if he saw the dummy. He's like, yeah, it was just a, a dummy. You didn't notice any red eyes? He's like, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you know, I wish you luck. Uh, and I'm glad you got on the Tonight Show. Houston needs more representation in, in the world, you know? He goes, thanks, man. And he goes, don't worry. I'll, I'll remember you when I'm famous. And he just kind of laughs. He does get famous. You never hear from him ever. That's about what I'd expect. So um, you drive home and you're just like kind of creeped out. So you just go to your place and you yeah. just lie down, watch some TV, try to forget about it. I'd make sure not to tune into the Tonight Show. No, you never yeah. watch it again. Good. You're so fucking pissed about this. <laughs> so you watch TV for a little bit and you, you look down and you see you had a message from Dr. Chuckles. And it just says like, hey, bud, what happened? Uh, I tell him I was creeped out by his doll uh, looking at me through the rear, view, the rear window. Yeah, he's like, okay, it's just, it's just a dummy. Well, call me a dummy, but that dummy scares me. And uh, it might have been irrational. But I had to make my my choice. Uh, weirder things have happened to me in Houston, but but I'm not taking that chance. And he goes, huh. And here I thought Quacky was the dummy. He hangs up. And uh, I message him. Uh, I kind of already said that joke. He responds back with, yeah, I know. <laughs> so you you decide uh, to just to go to bed. All crawl right. into bed. You're about to doze off. Uh, when you kind of like, there's a flash of lightning. Oh no! And a clap of thunder. I'm gonna wake up. You wake up and uh, in the window, like on uh, looking in through the window, is Quacky the dummy. Oh, what man. do you do? Um. All right. All right. All right. I've got I got a drill for Christmas, and I know where that is, and the battery's already in it. So I'm gonna grab the drill. How and far away is it? It's like right under the bed. I okay. don't have much space. It's like a studio apartment. So I grab the drill and then I'm going to run for the broom that's like 10 feet away from the bed. Yeah. And grab that. And like he still hasn't come in. He's still in the window looking. He's just looking at you. All right. Then I'm going to kick down the window. Like I'm not even bothering opening the door. I just kick down the fucking window or like yeah. I throw like a chair. And does he run or is he still right in front of the window? He's right in front of it. The chair misses him. Well, I'm not, yeah, but the window's broken through. I jump through and I pin him down and I hold the drill to his head and I ask him to talk. I said, talk quacky. He goes, certainly his hand goes up and he grabs the drill and now the drill stops moving. So now you start like going around <laughs> in circles and you're like, Whoa, Oh, that's it's like cartoon physics. Uh, eventually you just like, fall back into uh your room you're like what the hell was that about uh quacky like just effortlessly just leaps through the window and lands he makes not a single sound oh no but you do smell sawdust a mixture of sawdust and blood is on the air Alrighty. Uh, so he's like um he goes hey hey quacky uh 
He Sorry goes, about that. Yeah. He goes, ha, don't worry about it. He goes, look, I need a favor. What's that favor going to be? He goes, um, downstairs on your front porch is a package. All right. And he, inside that package? He goes, it's just something I, that I got to send to someone. He goes, yeah, I got to send them a, uh, ha, ha, a message. Who is it that you're sending it to? Um, it's this guy named uh, Jimmy Scaratini. Okay. The name sounds familiar, but you can't quite place him. Yeah. That, it does sound familiar. Uh, all right, Quacky. He goes, look, if you deliver that for me, I'll give you $5,000. Make it 10 And I want it all up front. He blinks. He goes, you got yourself a deal. All right. Give him the money now. I'll grab that package and deliver it immediately. He holds up like a a, a bag brimming with cash. You just, yeah. you're like, where the hell did he get that from? And he goes, count it. Uh, 10 stacks of 100, I'm assuming. Yep. It all adds up. Yeah. So what do you do? All right. Um, does he still have the drill in his hand? Yeah. Uh I ask him, like, do you mind if I tidy up my place real quick? There's no problem. All right. And I, like, take the drill and I put it down. What's he doing? Is he still hanging out? He just kind of is, like, looking around. He just I, keep, he's, he's like, oh, this is a pretty shitty house. Grab the drill and immediately go for his head yeah. and try to drill through his head. You drill through his head and you move so fast. For, like, for a moment, as you're running towards him, you're sure that you could dodge raindrops. That's yeah. how fucking fast you're going. That's awesome. Not only could you dodge them, but you could dance in between them. You could waltz in between those <laughs> pieces of shit. The sweet science. You put the drill through his head so quickly that, and with such uh, ferocious strength that it actually like gets goes through like your wall. Yeah. Too. And it still keeps spinning. It spins uh, 666 times. Oh. Before, like, the battery runs out. That's pretty cool. And as you're staring at it, you look down at uh, Quacky, and uh, you see, like, a weird, like, yellow light coming out of his body. Yeah. And he goes, no, I was the only way to the source. And he, like, stops moving. Light goes away. I grab his body. I take the package to its destination to Jimmy Scaratini. And on the way, I want to inspect the package, like what's in it. You can't really tell. Like it's you, you're trying to like open it, but it's like um, fingerprint activated. It's this new thing that they're doing in the mail. Yeah. They're like, hey, are you tired of people looking through your mail? <laughs> well, then get fingerprint mail. All right. It's not the best advertisement, yeah. but it, it gets the job I get done. The pre- I get the premise. Yeah. Of the app. So um, you drive over there and you look down at the dummy, like it's not really doing anything. Yeah. Uh, and you put uh, the package, like. Can I knock on his door? No, there's a gate. Oh, there's so, no way to get like contact. But there's a speaker. All right, I'll talk to the speaker. Like, try to get contact. They go, yeah. Jimmy Scaratini, is this Jimmy Scaratini? He goes. Who's asking? I may have just saved your life, I believe. The gate slowly opens. 
He goes, come in. All right. I drive up and I go to the front door. And I take, I have this body, the proof of murdering who I think might have sent this package. And I have the package. So he opens the door. He's wearing like a, a, a white bathrobe with red hearts on it. And he's like, uh, he goes, who the fuck are you? I am uh, James Tiberius Crot. And this guy looks like the quintessential mobster. Slicked back <laughs> hair, even though it's like night, you know? Yeah. Gold chain? Go, there's like gold chains on. The, some of his gold chains have gold chains. <laughs> Big right. ass fucking pinky ring. It just All says, right. fuck. <laughs> he goes, I'm Jimmy Scaratini. How, now, what's this about you saved my life? This evil doll, and I hold up Quacky. This evil yep. doll tried killing me, uh, and I'm it's I'm pretty sure trying to kill you. It gave me this package to send to you. Was offering me ten thousand dollars to deliver it, and not for him to be associated with the delivery. That tells me that it's probably going to kill you. And I'm trying to save you because I love Italian people. He goes, holy shit! And he goes, he like grabs a package from you, and in doing so, his fingers accidentally touch the. Uh, the rapping? Yeah. And it goes, identity confirmed. Jimmy Scaratini. And the uh, like the, the wrapping paper falls off and he opens it. Uh, it's like a bunch of like baked goods. <laughs> he was like, ah, pumpkin bread, my favorite. <laughs> and he goes, so how do you, I don't get it. So what are you even doing here? This doll seemed very scary. That was, I'm. Um, he goes, it's a, he goes, it's a doll. It, it weighs two pounds. He goes, yeah. what's scary about this, this thing, you fucking jabron? It was able to spin me at 600 revolutions per minute. He goes, so. mama mia, you must be smoking some of that crazy oregano. Man, you're getting more Italian by the minute, Jimmy Scaratini. Yeah, like you blank and like he's just wearing a tracksuit. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want anything to do with this doll? And he goes, no, I don't. Uh, do you mind if I bury him in your front yard? He goes, you're not going to bury him in my front yard. Get the fuck out of my property. Okay. Well, I'll take it to a graveyard and bury it. Mm. So you go to uh, the nearest graveyard? Yeah. It's called... Uh, Is there space? No. But I mean, you just like hop the fence. Yeah. It's it's called uh, the Good Time Cemetery. <laughs> it's a great club. Uh, and you like... Like so, so what do you do? Do you like like just find a, a just find an spare empty, land? Yeah, yeah. So you go there. You you dig a hole. Yeah. You uh, put uh, Quacky's lifeless body in there. Do you say anything? Uh, I say, uh, uh, I'm sorry for destroying your dreams of meeting Jimmy Scaratini. Although maybe those muffins were poisoned. I'm just realizing. Uh, I hope you get to spend the rest of eternity uh, regretting being so creepy. And I'll cover the hole. And uh, you put that first uh, thing of dirt on, and you just hear a voice go, uh, I'm sorry too, bitch. And Quacky uh, leaps out of the grave uh, and kicks you in the throat. Oh. You're like, oh, he trips you and then throws you in the grave <laughs> and then covers you with dirt. Oh. And you suffocate to death in an unmarked so grave. So many unanswered questions. So many unanswered. What were the muffins poisoned? Why did he want to deliver muffins to Jimmy Scaratini? Uh, In your final moments, uh, before your lungs are just collapsed with dirt, 
uh, you think to yourself, uh, how is Kevin heaven? And then you die. <laughs> yeah, he was. Was he trying to get to Scaratini? Where does all of this fit in, Pat? There's so many spinning plates. And you'll never know because <laughs> you fucking died like a fucking I got, idiot. I, in an unmarked grave. The good time yeah, cemetery. I just wanted a great action sequence of blowing up this thing's head. It seemed pretty cool. Why was he so spooky? Why It was like, that's the scariest character I've ever heard you make. It's just driving down the highway. <laughs> Quacky sucks. Yeah. Quacky rules. <laughs>